Hi, welcome back to Books and Broomsticks. I'm Kata Quichot. And I'm Matt Hatter Plays. Today we are talking about mixing pantheons. Having ourselves a little mixer. A little mixer. <laughs> Woo! Stirred. So the big question before we get into it is what exactly is mixing pantheons? What do we mean when we say that? So are we going to be in this situation, I feel like um, we're going to kind of dip in between deities and other spirits, right? Oh, of course. Okay, cool. Mixing pantheons is basically looking at one culture, looking at another culture, and mixing it into your practice as best you can while being respectful to both cultures. Yes, that's the good way to do it. That's that's the correct that's way to do it. That's the correct way to do it. There, <laughs> there, <laughs> I, there are people who do it the quote-unquote incorrect way, which is taking a bunch of deities or spirits, putting them all together, and ignoring the cultural context. Disgusting. Disgusting! Absolutely Uh, the fuck not. I do see some takes on the internet sometimes that say mixing pantheons point blank is ahistorical and, like, new. False. It, and it came with New Age spaces, False. which is incredibly incorrect. Syncretism mm-hmm. and the mixing of pantheons has always occurred historically. Um, examples, we have the mixing of Roman, Greek, and Egyptian pantheons. We have in Iceland a situation in which Christianity and the Christian quote-unquote pantheon was mixed with the Norse pantheon. Um, in different areas we have, uh, like, especially in Italy, we have kind of older Hellenic and Roman worship trickling down into worship of Christian saints. Mm -hmm. Um, this has always happened. Syncretism has always happened. And to say that it is a new thing, it's new age, it uh, came about on Tumblr, is absolutely incorrect. Yes, we even see, um, a... What would in in antiquity and in and you know the era I'm talking about? I long do know. Time ago, okay, in antiquity. Okay. Uh, what you would call the Oriental uh, Asian uh, places, you actually see Aphrodite. You you see her as a fertility and nature goddess. Yes. So literally everywhere and then over in um, the americas we also see like uh iconography of cocopelli everywhere we mm-hmm. see all sorts of different tribes um maybe using the name or having the same spirit but in different uh interactions with other tribes like it's literally everywhere Yep, no, it is. And I mean, even within like cultural areas, not, yeah, well, indigenous tribe is really good. Tribes are a really good example. Um, Different regions in Italy, and I keep talking about Italy. If you ask why, it's because I am a quote unquote Italian. (laughs) An Italian. It's in quotations because obviously Italians aren't real. Um, (laughs) Not a single one of them. Not a single one of them. What's an Italian? Don't know. Not mm-hmm. one. Never Anyways. Um, <laughs> Italian food? Never heard of it. Not real. Not real. Non-existent. But so Italian regions will mix and spread their ideas of local goddesses or gods. And that will trickle down and become something new. 
um a lot of the a lot of epithets of diana were like local italian woodland goddess and uh, artemis syncretized whereas other ones were old and older than that older than hellenic practices like uh, the cornisha uh which was the archaic latin name for diana and so or and also arca- archaic latin name for possibly juno so even then there's syncretization between two deities and creating a new epithet yeah i mean you can even look over to hermeticism though it's not my favorite uh version of looking at it i mean we can go on and on and on about all sorts of different examples of the mixing of pantheons and the mixing of gods uh and the mixing of sacred spirits but nowadays Mm -hmm. what people are doing which is i guess it's not necessarily different um it's just what i think is a flaw in uh i'm trying to figure out the best way to say it it is a flaw in this system in which we think about spirits Mm -hmm. you cannot apply the exact same method of worship or working with every single deity, spirit, or uh, sacred situation that you're dealing with. There is, you should not be hosting altars to things that do not want to be altered. Can you elaborate on that for the audience? Okay, so there are some spirits who the idea of uh, being held above anything else is way off base. So if Way you were to, base. yeah, if you're to worship them or to take away from your own self or to take away from the nature of things, mm-hmm. um, you are actually doing more harm to that spirit than you are actually venerating that spirit. Uh, Interesting. I agree. But also, see, go ahead. You'll see it in a lot of different, like, animistic uh peoples who believe that there is no necessarily higher power Mm -hmm. but that it is all nature the other interesting thing is i believe that there is a huge difference and this is important when working with a syncretic practice there is a difference between venerating and worshiping Mm-hmm. or honoring and worshiping you will will hear worship a lot in terms of deities and veneration or honoring in terms of saints in terms of spirits in terms of ancestors and the reason that is because those beings um are not necessarily above us in the way deities are they're with us exactly but and then you're like just looking at cultural uh context as well mm-hmm. giving a bunch of like offerings to like your ancestors that would be saved for gods doesn't necessarily work right mm-hmm. just as much as joss paper would not work for your gods versus your ancestors mm-hmm. so what a lot of people are doing at the moment is when they are putting their mixed pantheon together they're not looking into each thing that they are working with and trying to implement that uh, to that pre thing. I don't even know the best way to say it. Spirit. We'll go with spirit as a catch-all. Entity. Entity is a great catch-all. There we go. Great catch-all. They're not putting the culture behind the entity that they are working with. Oh yeah. 
And we see this with deities as much as we see it with spirits, animal spirits, mm-hmm. plant spirits. Um, if you're working with animal and plant spirits, a huge important part of it is understanding the stories about them in different cultures and where they are native to. And then looking at the stories of the people in that region to understand them. Um, if you're going to work with spirit of the fox or spirit of the deer, you best be understanding the different cultural contexts in which the deer and the fox interact and, you know, are part of that culture. And furthermore, understand how that affects you and how you take those in stride as you move forward. Um, Fox, notorious trickster spirit. We have many stories showing fox as a trickster spirit, but where do those stories come from? Are there regions in which, you know, you feel as, I don't know what I was going to say. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> I just understand lost. cultural context I understand cultural context perfect um, yeah working within that cultural framework is imperative when we're talking about mixing quote-unquote pantheons um there's also the take that certain pantheons of deities should not mix which I do somewhat agree with I uh, yes I think that you should not work with an oppressed group with their oppressor you should not work with war warring uh permanently warring things Mm -hmm. uh as just kind of a regular note necessarily do i think that it's uh impossible no i I don't think that it's like impossible to do it i just think that it's a lot of effort for something that you can find a better work around with yeah i mean and there is the argument that maybe the that uh culture that is the oppressed and the culture that is the oppressor especially in europe i'm thinking like rome and celtic nations had syncretization and you know the gauls um at a certain point but then if you are looking to syncretize those two why don't you just do what has already been syncretized yes um instead of of putting together two things that kind of clash Mm -hmm. and then the other part of it again is like you're the the worship wasn't the same Mm -hmm. uh so it mixing the pantheons and then all of a sudden you're also doing a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily helpful to what you're hoping to make happen like romans had a completely different I, I shouldn't say completely different because of how uh takeover happened well no completely different yeah, it's completely especially different from, they had such a different method of worship and celebration and all of that that it doesn't look anything like your uh celtic nation it doesn't look anything like that so if you are all of a sudden worshiping um some sort of celtic pantheon using roman methods you might insult something because you're just taking the culture way out of it that's the thing is and i guess the big question that i hear a lot is well what's the worst that can happen nothing works nothing Nothing works works. and on top of that you you're it's like shooting yourself in the foot right you're Uh, trying to work with these deities and then you do something completely outside their cultural context and then that deity just kind of sits there and looks at you and you're like it's just like what? Well, i don't and know what like, to do here all right i mean the worst i mean my opinion worst case scenario is like doesn't work deity leaves you don't really have access to that god anymore let's kind of also consider it this way right so mm-hmm. you have a a blank room 
You love this room. You my really want to make. Well, you know what I'm. Oh, it's a metaphor. Sorry. It's a metaphor. <laughs> so you have an amazing room. Fantastic. It's just a blank room at this very second in time. You fill it with uh, blue walls, and then all of a sudden you start putting brown furniture in. Doesn't fucking make sense. It's gross and doesn't work. It clashes. Mm-hmm. So what? when it clashes like that as well all of a sudden your room doesn't work it doesn't look good doesn't feel good doesn't flow the right way and nobody wins in the end yeah nobody wins in the end and that's the big thing (laughs) i that's not to say that there aren't obviously there's always exceptions to the rules but you just have to take so much time to make sure that you are doing things in a safe, reasonable, and respectful manner. Yeah, here's the my experience with mixing pantheons. Um, in the past, I worked with a lot of deities. I worked with a lot of deities from all over. I worked with, at one point, there was a Celtic, and eh, he's kind of, Kurnanos is a little, mi- little he's a little all over the place. He's ideology. A little, a little all over the place. So Kurnanos, Freya, Anna Morgan, and Nath all at once yeah it was and when i say that i had my hands fucking full that was my whole practice i spent my days not learning about my witchcraft not like learning new things but rather learning about each of the cultures that they came from reading the source texts the primary sources whatever i could and that was the thing is if you're going to do that especially with four different deities, five different deities, or even two different deities, you have to be prepared to put in that time, that effort to do it. And deity worship and work will become a big bulk of your practice if you do this. Versus right now, I work with Diana. One, just Diana. Diana from the kind of Italian, she's Italian Roman goddess. And then I venerate saints and I work with plant and animal spirits. And there's a lot less reading source material, a lot less kind of making sure I don't step out of line with the deity and a lot more learning as I go. It's a lot easier to succeed when you're not trying to do 10,000 things at one time. God, yeah. Well, learn that the hard way because (laughs) All (laughs) all that happened was Diana said, hey, you're supposed to really be only working with me. And I go, what? And then everyone else left. Well, and since I'm a mixed kid, right? So I have a lot of mixed culture. Do you, I have, it wasn't until I finally started letting my nature shit go out there and just be nature and do all of my reading and research and all of that surrounding my more, uh, Americanish folk practice. I'm, mm-hmm. I guess it's, closer to Catholicism or uh, Contra or Hoodoo or whatever you want to call mm. it. When I finally was able to push those two into separate locales and into separate like corners, mm-hmm. everything worked better for everybody. Yeah. All of a sudden things started happening better in my life because I was finally not trying to be smarter than the cultures that have such rich and long history behind them. Yeah. You, so. you just, you, mm, I am of the opinion that we are all meant to end up in a certain place. And it's fine to explore. It's fine to do whatever you want. It's fine to put emphasis on deities. But at the end of the day, you're meant to end up somewhere. And if it's not with that highly syncretic pantheon that you've created, then 
we just kind of you'll just fall into somewhere else <laughs> literally you like be standing on the edge of a cliff you'll be like oh wow what's that down there and then someone will push you or something will push you and then you just tumble and hit every rock and thorn on the way down and then you end up down there and you're like wow this is right and this was actually where back. i needed to be <laughs> that's that was me with where i am now i guess you could consider my practice to be syncretic as it has historically been syncretic with the worship of a pagan goddess and the veneration of saints and animistic aspects of it. Ultimately, uh, when I look at mixing pantheons and people wonder if it's something that I can do, the big my big thing is, sure, what is it giving you? What are you, what are the two things coming together to give you? Why do you need both of these things? Is it because you think they're neat? I think that that's kind of way off base. Mm -hmm. But if all of these, if all of these practices, all of these gods, all of these entities, all of these spirits are kind of leading into the same places uh, or trying to help you do the same things, then you really ultimately need to look at what the problem is within yourself and figure out where you need to be and mm -hmm. go from there. The mixing of pantheons usually feels a lot like you're looking for multiple methods to get to a solution mm -hmm. to something going on. So just figure out what's going on. And then there you go. You don't have to worry about like having five bajillion things. You can just work on the problem. <laughs> just one, just chilling, just one there. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's just Diana. I've tried other goddesses, tried worshiping other goddesses. And every time she's like, hey, 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 look at me. Look at me. Focus. I am Focus. in charge. And I'm like, okay, all right. Okay. Mm. Look at me. I am the leader now. <laughs> look at me. I am in charge. And I'm like, okay, yes. cool. Thank you. Um, but mixing pantheons is a very, you know, you can do it 100%. Um, it's a lot of work. And I will not ever change my opinion on that coming from someone who mixes pantheons. It is a lot of work. And a lot of times you need separate altar spaces. You need separate texts. You need lots of different methods and cultural contexts to work with those different deities. Um, and at the end of the day, it's your choice. If you want to worship uh, deities from all around the world, go for it. Just remember their cultural context and remember that respect is the best language. Absolutely. Like, we love and respect you here on Books and Broomsticks. Uh, good luck. That's just a lot of work. <laughs> you do your thing. You let us know how it goes. We're just going to be sitting over here. Absolutely. Um, I actually love to know who's working with who and how it works for them. So please yeah. feel free to tag us over on Twitter and Insta. Uh, send us DMs about how it's going. Let us know if you're needing help or if you need mm -hmm. something to reach out. Like, mm -hmm. we're here, uh, especially for people who are really trying to help themselves as best they can. Um, we want to make sure that if we can, we guide you towards a uh, more open and better practice for yourself i think that that's the best way to say that yeah any final thoughts no that's about it sick yeah that <laughs> is everything we have for you guys this week um this has been books and broomsticks i'm chaotic witch hunt and i'm matt hatter plays and we'll talk to you guys next week uh, Bye bye